Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. The Women's World Cup Show. It's a really, really good finish. I love goals like that. On TalkSport 2. Hello, hello. This is the Women's World Cup Daily Show on TalkSport 2. I'm Faker Rothers. The Lionesses are into the semi-finals after a 2-1 win over Colombia. Opportunity for Russo inside the penalty area. Finds the corner. Alessia Russo for England. The Lionesses have turned it around. England manager Serena Wiegmann was over the moon with her side's comeback. It shows the resilience of this team and the togetherness of this team and the... We are here with a purpose and you can see in everything what we do, what we want. And of course, the opponents are so good too. So you don't have any guarantees. So England will face co-hosts Australia on Wednesday morning. They squeezed past France on penalties in their semi-final after a goalless draw. Their boss, Tony Gustafsson, really believes in his side. I'm so freaking proud about this team. The bravery that they showed tonight, unbelievable. England are into yet another semi-final, this time against the co-hosts. This is the Women's World Cup Daily Show on TalkSport 2. England are into the semi-finals. The Lionesses go roaring into the last four. And they are into the semi-finals for a third successive World Cup, this time Can they make it third time lucky? England are two games from World Cup glory for the first time for any England team since those famous glory days of 1966. A comeback win over dogged Colombia. It's not about how you win, it just matters that you get it done. And Serena Wiegmann's team have hauled themselves over the line in the quarterfinals here in Sydney, still without competitive defeat under their Dutch head coach. And it will be England against the co-hosts Australia in the semi-finals of the Women's World Cup on Wednesday morning, live on the TalkSport network. England are going to have to get used to Stadium Australia because despite all the doubts, despite all the adversity that they've faced, they've come through again. And the European champions are potentially two games away from being on top of the world. 
They were a goal down at the end of normal time in the first half after a Lacey Santos cross shot ended up into the net to give Colombia a shock lead. And we'd seen it before with Colombia against Germany. We thought it might happen again, but England struck back crucially in first half stoppage time when Lauren Hemp poked home and Alessia's, Alessia Russo's winner just after the hour mark, enough to get it done for England. They will play Australia in the semis. They have beaten Colombia in Sydney by two goals to one. I mean, they know how to make it stressful for us, don't they? <laughs> um, that game ebbed and flowed. It was like a pendulum, and I thought Colombia were going to come back into it in the closing stages, Leanne. But what an achievement. The third World Cup in a row that England have made the semi-finals. Yeah, credit to the players, credit to Serena Beekman and her staff. I know a lot of people have said they haven't performed to the levels we felt they could, but I think that's to go out the window now. You know, we're in the semi-finals, we play against Australia. And at the end of the day, Faye, all that matters is you win. You want to have ultimately the best performance you can ever have. But if you win a game, sometimes we're getting away with it. Yeah, we beat Nigeria on penalties. We were lucky. Rode our luck against Haiti, you know, had a good performance against China, but I thought they were underwhelming. So, you know, I think we deserve to be in this place. And the fact that we're there without our, our captain in Leah Williamson, Beth Mead, Frank Kirby, it's frightening to think where we could go with this team because we're not playing that well and we're in the semi-finals of the World Cup. It's amazing. It really is amazing. And I think the word that keeps cropping up time and time again is resilience. You know, they, they really had to ride their luck at times. Lauren Hemp to get the goal just before the stroke of half time to equalize. Russo getting what ultimately was the winner. And then some of those blocks and defensive moves from the back line were absolutely incredible. They were, and credit to our back line, I thought they were exceptional. Millie Bright, Jess Carter, Alex Greenwood, I thought were brilliant today. And I think you couldn't really pick a player of the match out of those three because I thought they threw themselves on the line. Lauren Hemp, I think, has had a brilliant tournament. You know, I questioned her in the Euros last summer. I didn't think she had much of an impact on the team and in the games, but she's been brilliant. In that higher role against Alessia Russo, and then Alessia Russo does what she does, and she puts the ball in the back of the net. She's been quietly going about her business, hasn't really been in the games that much, but she's put the ball in the back of the net. And you can see that the celebrations of the, of the team, they're not as celebratory as they were last summer. Mm. It's almost like they know they haven't played that well and they're frustrated at themselves. You can see Kira Walsh at the final whistle. Serena Vigman almost went over to her as if to say, you're okay. <laughs> but it's the demands these players have now. And I love that mentality. Always wanting more, enjoy the result, enjoy being in the semi-final, but they want more, Faye. And I, I see a difference and the mentality within the team. And that comes from Serena Vigman. Yeah, it really does. And, and actually, you could see in the Euros uh, last summer, they were just surprised each time they got there and kind of rode. But now they know what it's like to win. They know what it's like to win a major trophy and celebrate on the pitch like they did just over a year ago. And they want it desperately on the world stage. Yeah, I think we no longer have that imposter syndrome where we're like, you can't believe we're there. We're there. We've won the Euros. You're right, Faye. It's almost like 
that win has allowed the players every game. You're right, they went round at the end. Yes, it was in England and they're, you know, free from desires going on Sweet Caroline and all the, all the stuff was there. Now you can see, I think their celebrations are quite subdued even when they score. Mm. You know, if I scored in a World Cup, I'd be running around. I run faster when I score than I ever did in a game. So <laughs> what, it's almost, your celebration? Yeah, like, you know, I'm not saying they're not happy when they score, but they seem really, like, focused on the job. Mm. And they knew today, even when Alessia Russo scored, they knew the game wasn't over. They went straight back, you know, down the other end. You have to have a little bit of luck. Perez, his mistake at the end of the half was catastrophic. Yeah. You know, it was so bad. We all make mistakes. And unfortunately, when you're a goalkeeper that makes a mistake, usually nine times out of ten, it goes in the back of the net. But that mistake and us getting that goal right on half time was so crucial. And now the, the pathway is there. I mean, against Australia on Wednesday, it is going to be so difficult. Yeah, it really is. And we'll, we'll focus on that Australia game in a second. And we'll also focus on Colombia because they more than brought it to this game. And, you know, I've said repeatedly, I've covered them a lot in this tournament and they've been a delight to watch. But they ultimately, they were their own undoing in the end, which is really gutting uh, to go out of a tournament for that reason. But uh, England reporter Courtney Sweetman-Kirk is waiting in the tunnel to speak to Serena Wiegmann and any players that, that we can speak to for Talk Sport. And from your perspective, Courtney, Obviously, you were in the tunnel when the full-time whistle went, but some of the players will have walked past you now. How are they looking? Yeah, I think, look, there's obviously a part of them that are buzzing to, to get to where they've got, but I think it's a, a calmness about them, and I do think the weight of expectation is on their shoulders. It, it's definitely a different situation they're in. There's an expectation um, from the fans, and also because of their high standards within camp to keep going forward, and it's not an... Uh, so much as a, an expectation to think they deserve to be there but they feel that you know they've got the good enough squad to do that so yes there's there's obviously jubilation but I think there's almost su such a focus on where they want to be onto the next one onto the final that's where they really want to be so look they're going to enjoy themselves don't get me wrong but the focus you know even now you can see the focus very very quickly what they have you know, to come and what they want to achieve is very much in the back of their minds, I would say. The Serena Wiegmann huddle has just taken place in the middle of the pitch at Stadium Australia and she looked even more focused and pumped than ever because, you know, we were talking in commentary, Leanne and Joe were, uh, Courtney, about uh, this kind of steely look that Serena Wiegmann had on her face. She was frustrated with her players at, at times and she knows there's more to come from them, doesn't she? Yeah, definitely she'll be frustrated with the players and you know, it's not just that laying the blame on the players as well. I think she's the type of person that will look within herself as well, you know, to want to, to make those improvements. She was definitely a lot more animated than I've seen her um, on the sidelines and in the technical area for a very long time. And, and that's because she's obviously, she again, she's a born winner. She's got that will to win. And, you know, it's a different format again, like we say into the Euros, we keep comparing it. And, you know, I don't really want to do that in some ways, but I think it's important to show in terms of, like, say, this journey is to where the squad think they belong now, not not in a place of thinking they deserve it just because they're European champions, but because of the, you know, because of the talent that they've got within the squad. So, look, I think there's the determination that I've seen all camp and, and all focus, and that's just coming all the more apparent the closer that they're getting to, to the goal of the World Cup final and eventually, hopefully, World Cup winners. It's really difficult not to compare this team to the European champions um, and, and what that summer was like, though, isn't it? Because it was such a such a crazy ride, and they came into this tournament with such expectation on them, Leanne Sanderson. And maybe that's why we're seeing this kind of almost calmer, OK, let's not 
you know, take this for granted. You know, they're, they're almost less excitable, I think, than they were maybe last last summer. But it is a different team and it is a different core. And they've had 12 months of additional different experiences as well. So they're different people. Yeah, they are. And I think they're focused on the job at hand, Faye. I think the only thing they're thinking about is winning the World Cup. I think that was the focus before it. They believed it. Yes, they had that taste of last summer of the Euros. But you've got to add in all the other teams that have come in now. Brazil, Germany, you know, Canada have gone out early on and therefore and the US Women's National Team obviously so it's almost the pathway is there and obviously in the other teams that you know we could potentially play against in the final if we were to beat Australia in Sweden or Spain we beat them in the Euros last summer but these teams seem to have got better for sure no doubt about it and this game against Australia is going to be really difficult but I'm proud of this Lionesses team because a lot of the focus coming into the tournament was about the injuries was about the lack of goals and like I said Faye you'd love as a coach for your team to play the best you know 10 out of 10 every game and you win but all that really matters is you win and Courtney made a really good point during commentary when we we're talking about the possession that stands for nothing if you can't put the ball in the back of the net and with Colombia today they were brilliant but they just didn't have that number nine I couldn't believe Osme wasn't higher up the field to play you know they were getting into those areas Casado didn't have a great game either so I'm delighted with the Lionesses and on we go you're listening to the Women's World Cup Daily Show on TalkSport 2 in association with Zero, small business accounting software and proud partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 I'm Faker Others thanks for being with us coming up next we're going to hear more from our commentary team Leanne Sanderson and Joe Shannon reacting on the whistle to England's dramatic 2-1 win over Colombia Columbia in the quarterfinals of the Women's World Cup. Brilliant threaded pass by Georgia Stanway. Russo spun and turned and shot unerringly into the bottom corner. That's what she does best. And England lead Colombia by two goals to one in Sydney. Let me bring in our commentator, uh, Joe Shannon. Joe, you, you cover England on a regular basis for, for Talk Sport. What did you make of that overall performance from the Lionesses? Just full of character and grit. And actually, in the end, a very controlled performance from an England perspective. Much more controlled than they had throughout the round of 16 game against Nigeria. They came up against a a team who put in an admirable performance, I think, in Colombia, and I'm sure Colombia are more than here to stay on the international stage. But I think the timing of the goals was crucial too, Faye. We say that so often in football, don't we? But I think for England to get that equalised before half-time was massive because you could see that for a period it deflated Colombia. They would have had something to hold on to going through the second half. We know the determination with which they were defending in numbers in particular. So that equaliser was so vital. And then Alessia Russo with a wonderful finish, having not really had a sight at goal mm. in each of the last two games, Alessia. So you give credit to Serena Wiegmann, right? We talk before the game about team selection. We talk at times in the match about substitutions. And I think one or two might have questioned in some ways the decision to go with the same front two, but it paid off. They were both on the score sheet and that is why she is such a top tier international manager in both the men's and women's games. And actually, let me interrupt you there because speaking of Alessia Russo, Courtney Sweetman-Kirk, our England reporter, is with her down in the tunnel right now. Courtney? Yes, we do have Alessia Russo. Alessia, first of all, congratulations. How does that feel, a World Cup semi-finalist? Yeah, buzzing, keeping the dream alive. Um, yeah, it was a, another grind out there tonight, um, but we've got the job done and now we're on to the semis. And for you personally, a wonderfully taken finish, a proper striker's finish across the keeper hard and low. What were you thinking at that moment when the ball fell to you? Um, yeah, I think I just wanted to get as much on it as I could and obviously go across the keeper and luckily it went in. But um, 
yeah, just buzzing to move on, three points, and now we're back into the semis. And I wondered, you know, I know on the pitch you try to block stuff out, but in terms of uh, Colombia, they brought a lot of support. The atmosphere was, you know, unbelievable, and, and England fans as well. Did you did you hear a lot of that, or was it so much focus on the game? Yeah, I think their fans are incredible. Um, I think you could hear it straight away from the national anthems. It actually gave me goosebumps. I think it's incredible to see that what this tournament's doing, what women's football's doing and the fans that get behind these special teams. So, yeah, I mean, I take my hats off to the fans. They're incredible. And is that almost a perfect dress rehearsal? Because when you're back here, you know, at Stadium Australia, it's going to be full of Australia fans, obviously. Um, and I'm just wondering, is, is that almost like a perfect experience? Yeah, I mean, the Colombians were extremely loud tonight um, and we're, we're out in full force. And I think we will expect that again um, in the next game. So, yeah, we've played under it now. Um, and yeah it was cool to experience but um, we're excited and it's a, a real quick turnaround now you've not got long to rest and recover you know, what does the next few days look like for you guys yeah we'll, we'll get back to base get recovered um, do as much as we can get back to training eat right sleep right um, and get ready for the game Alessia congratulations and thank you very much thank you Lovely stuff. Thank you very much. Courtney Sweeman, Kirk, our England reporter, live in the tunnel at Stadium Australia uh, with um, England striker Alessia Russo straight after England have reached the Women's World Cup semi-finals after a 2-1 victory over Colombia. A come-from-behind victory, in fact, Leanne Sanderson. And that again goes back to the resilience point there, which Alessia Russo was talking about the atmosphere in Stadium Australia and, and how incredibly intense it was from the Colombia fans and again another hurdle that they've got over yeah definitely and I think they're gonna obviously it's gonna be even louder come Wednesday you know in that game I think but these players now they're well drilled they're no they're used to playing in these environments doesn't get much bigger than playing at Wembley selling out Wembley and that's what they do and these players are now used to playing under those circumstances but the pressure for sure was there during this game today you know the Colombian fans were so loud like Alessia said there you could hear in the national anthems how loud they were and it did bring you know it did give you the chills when you were listening to it and this is why you play though Faye. you play for these moments you played i always played to play in the big occasions i loved it and these players are going to be ready come wednesday against australia i can't wait for it i think it's going to be an amazing game Oh, it's going to be absolutely incredible. And I mean, I know you two were, were preparing at the time for uh, for England, Colombia. But Joe Shannon, you've obviously watched a lot of these matches, as I have as well, throughout the tournament. Australia had a slow start going into it, but now with Sam Kerr uh, back again, and obviously having to go through that incredible ups and downs of the uh, penalty shootout that went to sudden death. That you know they're really going to fancy themselves against England in front of their home fans in Sydney. And that is ominous, isn't it? It's incredible, really, that we've hardly mentioned Sam Kerr at this Women's World Cup. Hardly really been involved in, in some of the drama for Australia. I think it's always important for a co-host to do well at a Women's World Cup. Of course, New Zealand went out to the group stages. Australia came into the tournament carrying, really carrying the majority of the hopes, I think, for the co-hosts. And it's the, the scenes that we've seen at Stadium Australia earlier earlier on in the evening in uh, in Brisbane, and, and, and they were replicated at fan parks across the country. I've, I've seen a video on social media. I think they were waiting for a, a flight to take off, but they delayed takeoff so the fans could watch the penalty shootout on the on the screens on the plane. You know, that is, that is a measure of just how important this tournament is to the locals in, in Australia. And of course, England will be in the situation where they have to go into the Lions' den on Wednesday morning, but Absolutely. they're capable of doing it. I'm sorry to interrupt you there, Joe, but we have to go back to the tunnel. And our England reporter, Courtney Sweetman-Kirk, she's with England defender Alex Greenwood.
Yes, Alex, thank you for joining me. First of My all, pleasure. congratulations. Thank you. World Cup semi-final. How excited are you? Yeah, absolutely. Over the moon. Um, I think tonight we were really good in large part of the game. Um, uh, right? Yeah, 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 all good. In large part of the game, I thought we were really good tonight. Obviously, towards the end there, I think we, we could have controlled the, the, the play a little bit better, but... You know, they're a the top team, some individual talent, and um, I'm just absolutely buzzing that we're in a World Cup semi-final. And the atmosphere tonight was incredible. Was. Colombia brought a lot of fans, so how different was it to, to maybe play against that when you've got, you know, majority of the crowd against you, when for a lot of the, you know, the tournament, the England fans have probably been the dominant voice? Do you know what? It was brilliant. I, uh, I absolutely loved it, to be honest. When their, their national anthem went off, I actually had a, a smile to myself because... I think it's incredible to see. Um, we're blessed with our fans and we're lucky that we get them turn out in the numbers, whether it's in England or halfway around the world. So I think it was nice to, to see that tonight. And um, I think in the semi-final, we've got to prepare for the same thing. I was going to say, bearing in mind, you're going to come back to Stadium Australia, you play in Australia, it's going to be more of the same. So is this almost a perfect dress rehearsal for the semi-final? Yeah, I guess so. Um, we're going to play against Australia here and they, they'll turn out in their numbers with their fans. So I suppose that's preparation done. And for you, is, is it a bit of a turning point for, for yourself, the girls? It was probably the performance that, you know, the outsider, you know, that's been spoken about, but the one that everyone was waiting for, you know, you've had to do something you've not had to do in terms of coming from behind, scored a couple of goals. Is that just going to give you more confidence going forward? Oh, absolutely. Um, and when you say it like that, you know, we, we haven't had to do that yet. Um, we've had to face some obstacles and that was another one to, tonight, um, to come from behind and... Even when we went 1-0 down, I still felt really calm. We had a long, long time to go in the game. We were playing really well, um, controlling the play. We were creating chances. It was just about putting putting them in the back of the net. And I think the two chances we had, we'd done really well with them. Probably had a few more. We probably could have scored a few more. But overall, I thought we defended really well as well tonight. And a great, great performance from everyone. And lastly, I want to embarrass you a little bit. I want to give you your flowers. Going forward, obviously... Your pass completion rate again tonight, 97%. You've done it all the way through the tournament. The way you break the lines, it's it's been incredible. So what has got you in this frame of mind specifically for this tournament? I'll tell you, <laughs> No, um, in all seriousness, I think it's just something I take massive pride in. Um, my job is to get the, the best players on the team on the ball, and if that's breaking lines or giving them it as quickly as possible, then that's my job to, to do that, and they go and do their thing. Alex, congratulations. I'll see you at the semi. Thanks, Courtney. See you there. Brilliant stuff. That's such an Alex Greenwood answer, isn't it, Leanne Sanderson? She never wants to take the credit herself, but she has been fantastic in that back line. Oh, she was brilliant then. I've always been a big fan of Alex Greenwood, and I think she's been quite unfortunate in tournaments because she always seems to be that player that was going to be benched in the Euros last summer when Rachel Daly played there. Alex Greenwood could play centre-back, she could play left-back, you know, she can also get forward, and I think she was brilliant today, and she's so consistent, Faye. And that's what I love about her. She quietly goes about her business. Every single game she plays in, I would say she averages at least seven and eight out of ten. You know, and that's not an easy thing to do. And she's so stable for England and brings that stability. She's had the experience now. And I thought she was our best player today. Genuinely, I did. You're listening to the Women's World Cup Daily Show on TalkSport 2 in association with Zero small business accounting software and proud partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. The Lionesses are through to the semi-finals of the World Cup, so let's hear more reaction on the whistle with our commentary team of Leanne Sanderson, Joe Shannon and Courtney Sweetman-Kirk. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. England are into the semifinals. The Lionesses go roaring into the last four. And they are into the semifinals for a third successive World Cup. We're analysing England's quarterfinal win over Colombia to reach the semifinals of the World Cup, the third time in a row that they've done that, which is quite incredible. Leanne Sanderson, we've heard now from Alessia Russo and from Alex Greenwood. Hopefully very shortly we'll hear from the Lionesses' manager, Serena Wiegmann. Slight concern over Rachel Daly, I would say, which hopefully Serena will be able to um, uh, mop up for us because right at the end of the match, she looked to be quite uncomfortable and managed to get herself into the huddle towards the end and hopefully, you know, enough time with the semi-final on Wednesday for her to get back to full fitness, but hopefully she'll be okay because she's so key. Yeah, she is. And I think we talk about Rachel players being flexible. I mean, I know she says she'll play anywhere, but she actually physically can. Like, it's unbelievable that you can play in that number nine spot and then just slot into that left-back position in a four and also slot into, like, almost like a back five and be up getting up and down the left-hand side. And anything that seems to be thrown at her, she can adapt to it. She can play anywhere, it seems. And, and to be able to do that at this level, you know, it's not park football, Faye. It's his mm. World Cup. And she seems to adapt and slot into those roles so effortlessly. So hopefully she'll be okay. I did see her go down, but I thought it was more to do with exhaustion than anything. But hopefully she'll be okay because she is key for England, for sure. Yep, she really is. I want to focus on Colombia, though, because to get to the quarterfinals for the first time in their history was quite incredible. You've got to go back to that 2-1 win over Germany um, in the group stages which was so incredible and they almost almost managed to take the Lionesses to extra time at Stadium Australia as well they've really lit this tournament up yeah they have and they were quite unlucky I, I think you make your own lucky in football but having to have you know Arias go off after the first 10 minutes bringing in you know players Guzman came in then Perez had to go off in the second half you know there was a few things that got thrown at them that they had to adapt to 
So I think you have to give them a lot of credit. They've come on so far, so, so far in a short space of time. And they're actually really enjoyable to watch. During this tournament, we speak a lot before the tournament, who's going to be the dark horses, who's going to be those teams. Nobody said Colombia. Mm. Nobody said Morocco. Nobody said Nigeria. Like, nobody would have. So these teams have done themselves so much justice. This will hurt them. This will hurt Colombia for sure. You can see how the players felt at the end. They are in tears because they were close. But England just had that extra bit of resilience. You mentioned it, the mentality, and ultimately the quality. And Alessia Russo put it in the back of the net when it really mattered. So fair play to the Lionesses. But a lot of credit has to go to Colombia because I thought they were really, really good. Fearless, front foot from the get-go in the first half and the second half. And I just think ultimately... They didn't have a number nine in that role today. Mm. Ramirez was there, but Uzume was really deep. And I can't understand why she didn't push higher up the field of play in the second half. But I'm happy she didn't because the Lioness is one. Yeah, we didn't see enough from Linda Caicedo either, uh, maybe towards the end of the first half. But, you know, we talked about um, that uh, equaliser as the turning point for the Lionesses. But I felt as if it was the turning point for the Colombians as well, because going in with their tails up, a goal up would have, you know, really boosted them for the second half. But because it was such a huge mistake from their goalkeeper Catalina Perez who then ended up coming off at 2-1 up and Natalie Geraldo the 20 year old goal goalkeeper having to come on uh, for her World Cup debut you know you, you felt as if the, 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 the scales were tipping in England's in England's favour. Yeah for sure I think that mistake Perez has been good throughout this tournament but that was such a catastrophic mistake you know Lauren Hemp yes she was tenacious and carried on her run and Alessia Russo was in and around it but it was such a poor mistake and those things can really knock you in. I think you're right, Faye. You know, the momentum. England looked like they wanted to continue the half, whereas Colombia kind of looked really deflated after that. And I said, even when England went a goal down, no need to panic. It was almost like England then with a panicking, just whacking the ball forward when we had enough time to come back into that game. Yeah, we really did. Um, we're waiting for the England manager, Serena Wiegmann, to come live on Talk Sport 2. Our England reporter, Courtney Sweetman-Kirk, is in the tunnel at the moment. Courtney, how's it looking? Is Serena doing all of her post-match interviews as we speak? Well, she's not even entered yet, so I don't know whether she's given some messages um, to some of the players left still. So as soon as we do find her, I promise you, I will, uh, I will bring you news of of everything that's going on. Now, you, met, uh, you probably heard me mention there to Leanne that, that on the television shots that we saw, Rachel Daly was, looked like she was really struggling, kind of came into the huddle quite late. Have you seen her come into the tunnel yet? How's she looking? No, unfortunately not seen her yet. To me, I agree with Leanne a little bit. I think it was just a, a bit more of exhaustion and the, the rigmaroles of the game and the stress rather um, than an injury. Um, but again, if I see Rachel or uh, Serena, I will ask the question. But as you say, she's slotted in so well. She can play a number of roles. I think she's such an important facet to this team. So obviously everyone's hoping that it's just a, a bit of exhaustion, maybe a bit of cramp and the tightness of the game rather than anything in regards to injury. And how are those Colombian players looking? Because they gave it absolutely everything to the end, but they must be absolutely devastated. Yeah, they're massively disappointed, you can tell. And, you know, because they're in the game for, for such a long period of time and you're probably from the outside as well, looking at England and the performances throughout the tournament and you're probably looking at it um, as an opportunity to to beat them to get through to the semi-finals but I think we've definitely seen an improvement of, of the levels of performance for England and you know, hopefully this is another stepping stone that, that will be positive for, for Wednesday and, and go on and beat Australia. 
Yeah, it's going to be a massive game at Stadium Australia. I'll let you go back to Serena Watch for now. We'll come to you as soon as the England manager is, is, is with you, Courtney. Joe Shannon and Leanne Sanderson, part of our commentary team, uh, are still with me and they'll be with me on the Women's World Cup show, which will be uh, on air on TalkSport 2 at 11 o'clock tonight and uh, available as a podcast just before that as well. We're analysing England's quarterfinal win over Colombia, a 2-1 come-from-behind win in the end. Lauren Hemp with the equaliser. Alessia Russo with ultimately uh, the winner in this one. Guys, when we look ahead to the threats that Australia are going to pose England, I know the game's only just finished. Uh, where do you see uh, where that game's going to be won and lost, Leanne? Well, I think overall, you know, you look at this Australian team, you've got players that play in the WSL. They know each other really well. Steph Catley, obviously. Caitlin Ford, I think, has been exceptional this tournament as well so I think you know the fact that they're the only team that's beaten the Lionesses under Serena Wiegmann will be in the back of the Lionesses mind for sure because they'll want to get that revenge and there's no better place to do it than in Australia so you know I think it's to be a really really evenly matched game I think the home advantage for Australia will help them but I don't think anything phases this Lionesses team so it'll be interesting to see what Serena Wiegmann does with his selection because even though we won the game I still think there are players in the team that didn't have much of an impact Ella Toon I think got better in the second and half but didn't do as much as we'd expect so obviously on we go Lauren James is still out of this one if we make the final hopefully she can come back but this game's going to be a difficult one yep it certainly is just to let you know Coventry have doubled their lead against Middlesbrough Hadji Wright on the score sheet with about 15 minutes left to play at the Rico Arena that is a TalkSport app exclusive if you want to listen to that and we'll dive into the closing stages we're waiting here on TalkSport to hear from the England manager Serena Wiegmann and you'll hear her of course as well on uh, the Women's World Cup Daily Show also. Uh, Joe Shannon is going to have to disappear because he's got to go. Joe, it's been a pleasure as always. Faye, thanks very much. And, you know, they never make it easy, do they, this England side? There's always plenty of drama. And you still feel that there are better performances that maybe could come as this tournament goes on. But I think the one thing that Lion the Lionesses have proved is that they are a squad for the big occasion at a major tournament. It really is all about winning. doesn't matter how you do it. And they're now two games away from winning the World Cup. So that really tells you all you need to know. You're listening to the Women's World Cup Daily Show on TalkSport 2. I'm Faker Others. Coming up next, we'll get more reaction from England's win over Colombia in the quarterfinals, including the thoughts of England boss Serena Wiegmann. It's not about how you win. It just matters that you get it done. And Serena Wiegmann's team have hauled themselves over the line in the quarterfinals here in Sydney. We're just waiting here on TalkSport 2 for the England manager, Serena Wiegmann, to bring us her thoughts as her Lionesses make it into the semi-finals, the third time in a row in the World Cup that the Lionesses have got there. And actually, that first time, Leanne Sanderson was part of that team and she ended up winning a bronze medal with England. What's going to be going through the players' heads, Leanne? Well, they've been in these situations many times before. So, you know, this will make a difference with the pressure and you know managing the emotions of the occasions and I think what we've seen with this Lioness is they seem to be able to overcome hurdles in front of them whatever's thrown at them whether it be injuries when Kira Walsh got injured Laura Coombs came in Katie Zellum came in you know so this is a real team effort and I think for me I'd be certainly looking forward to this game if I was playing in this game I can't wait for Wednesday we're obviously doing the game live here but I couldn't wait to play in a game like this because these are the moments you play for.
We have got live commentary of that game on Wednesday morning. It's an 11 o'clock kickoff, And before that, on the Tuesday morning, we'll also have live commentary of the other semi-final uh, between Spain and Sweden as well. Leanne, it's been an absolute pleasure. We're into the semi-finals. Yay, thanks, Faye. Can't wait for Wednesday. See you then. Bye-bye. Take care. Brilliant stuff. Leanne Sanderson there, part of our commentary team. Uh, the man giving all the updates over on TalkSport 2 was TalkSport's Ollie Klink. Ollie, what did you make of the performance overall from the Lionesses? Oh, it was tense wasn't it Faye uh, right at the end but England got the job done and I thought actually it was one of their better displays I thought they were better than uh, they played against Nigeria you've got to give a mention to Alex Greenwood and Millie Bright they were absolutely heroic at the back and there's just such a calmness every time Greenwood emerges with the ball from defence I thought Lucy Bronze just added that professionalism as well and they just dealt with the threat from Colombia really really well uh, Linda Caicedo tried to make an impact on the game but they did really well to just keep her very quiet Colombia I think played as we expected loads of fight loads of vigour but England just dealt with it and managed to battle back to to win the game too so once again they're showing that they are a side built for tournament football Yep, they certainly have. And down in the tunnel, Courtney Sweetman-Kirk has already spoken to England striker Alessia Russo and defender Alex Greenwood. Alex Greenwood said they're absolutely buzzing uh, to get into a World Cup semi-final. And uh, the kind of crowd that the Colombians brought says she said it was very good preparation for Australia, who are going to be their opponents in the semi-finals, the co-hosts, of course. And we know what happened the last time England met Australia. It was defeat at the Brentford Community Stadium. So a massive, massive last four clash between these two sides. Just want to give you some reaction from England forward Lauren Hemp, who scored the equaliser right at the end of the first half. She said, it's an amazing feeling. Most of the team are absolutely knackered, but we put in a great performance. You saw the resilience of the team. We controlled most of the game. They had a few counters and we knew what they'd bring, but the team were really special today. We've changed formation a bit in recent games and as a group we're really adaptable. This squad is special and we have so many many characters. I feel really free when I'm on the pitch. I love playing wing, don't get me wrong, but I can go down the left or the right and that first goal was really scrappy. I didn't expect the, the ball to come out to me. The link up with Alessia Russo is really strong and then obviously she can uh, finish like that as well and we're all feeling really confident for Australia. Bring it on. I'm absolutely over the moon. I cannot wait. We cannot wait either uh, Courtney Sweetman-Kirk, but we're having to wait for the England manager Serena Wiegmann. Does she know we've got so much more football to bring you here across the TalkSport network. Where is she? Don't worry, she is in the room now. She's uh, currently undertaking other duties, um, but hopefully shouldn't be too long in, until we get to speak to her. This is where you get your pointy elbows out, Courtney, and uh, and say, we're live, come over, come over. I know there are other <laughs> outlets she has to go to. Um, Serena Wiegmann's such an incredible manager and she was, she really came into her own in that game as well. I think in the studio we were sitting there thinking, is she going to make changes earlier? But she kept faith with her starters. Yeah, and look, we've seen that. We, we've seen that that she did that previously in the Euros. We've we've seen her be a bit different this tournament and mix it up some out of necessity, some, you know, out of, of changing the formation as well in the personnel. And you know, that's just I think you've you've just got to say she's a fantastic manager. She's I think she's got the the man management side of it as well in terms of for me she looks like the, the players absolutely love her. They love playing for her and as well as playing obviously for for them in their shirts and the family they play for her as well, which I think is massively important. And obviously she's got the technical and the t the tactical side as well so uh, 
look, she's a fantastic manager. There's no doubt about it. And we knew that before she became England manager, the pedigree that she's got. But obviously, if she could top that off with a World Cup final, then it, it really would cement her place as a manager within the game. Oh, God, wouldn't it just? Wouldn't it just? And, we, you know, we talked on the Women's World Cup Daily Pod the other day that she's the only female coach left in this tournament and was at the last eight stage, and which is quite incredible in itself. But, you know, we talk about seeing and believing. It's vital, mm. isn't it, that, you know, we get a, a eyes on a female coach when um, there's so much coverage of this tournament. Yeah, of course it is. And I think, you know, in the press conferences that we've mentioned, she obviously uh, would like that, that parity. But equally, I think she doesn't do it in a sense for that. She does it for herself and, and the belief that, that she has in herself in this squad. But obviously, like all of the girls want to within the game, wants to, to push forward, wants to push the game forward and, and would like it. I think, you know, she was saying, I think she I can't remember the exact numbers and I don't want to quote them wrong. But, you know, talking about the numbers before the tournament um, in terms of the, the women to 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 male ratio and obviously she said going forward it would be nice if that could improve and it could be more of an equal split so yeah again like I say it's not just about the football for, for this team for, for these girls as well it's about everything that they do outside of it um, and you know that equality and parity is something that they're all striving for including the staff yeah it's absolutely massive isn't it I just want to bring in our uh, England um, commentator and, uh, and reporter who was doing updates uh, for us on TalkSport Ollie Klink just to look ahead to the Australia game while we wait for uh, Serena Wiegmann to come and speak to Courtney Ollie how do you think it's going to play out that semi-final which is going to be live on Talk Sport on Wednesday morning. Well I think you made the point there Faye a bit earlier that today was a very good dress rehearsal for the kind of atmosphere that England are going to find themselves in. They're against the co-hosts of course in Australia but the Colombian support was incredible today and you're going to expect a similar kind of atmosphere to that. It's, uh, I mean, I thought we'd had enough of England and Australia this summer, uh, what with the Ashes and everything. But yet again, these two playing it out. And I think uh, this squad and Serena Wiegmann will know just how much uh, beating Australia in any sport means uh, to this country. Uh, in terms of the challenge that it faces, uh, obviously you've got the threat of um, Sam Kerr and a lot of those England players will know all about her uh, as well. But... Having watched a bit of that Australia-France game uh, earlier on, I do still think that England go into that game as favourites. I think they do still have that quality over Australia. Um, I mean, France pushed them very close indeed, but we've seen it a lot at this tournament, haven't we? These shocks, and there was almost another one today uh, when Colombia took the lead, but... As we've said, England just find a way to win. Yep, they certainly do. I feel as if I've contributed to, to Australia getting to the semi-final. Uh, we have Australian family over at the moment and uh, they brought my son, who's almost two, um, a green and gold shirt. And I said, no, 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 he's not wearing that. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> having it. I'm not having it at all. And they said, I'll just try it on him for a little bit. So he wore it uh, last night and I feel like he's channeled all the energy to Australia. So I need to get him an England one quick, even though they, it'll grow out of it so quickly. <laughs> I need to get that very quickly <laughs> on DAB plus online via the TalkSport app and on your smart speaker the women's world cup show so a fantastic win for the lionesses let's hear the thoughts of the england manager serena Wiegman speaking to talk sports courtney sweeman kirk serena Wiegman, thank you for joining us first of all and, and congratulations we joked yesterday in here saying can you make it a bit easier on the nerves it was slightly easier but mm. still a bit nervy in the end yeah well we don't expect anything to be easy in this tournament and that's what we saw again today 
Um, although I thought the first half we, we were dominating the game, uh, only in the counter-attacks they were so dangerous when they got to, uh, to our final third. Um, and we, oh yeah, we conceded the goal, but uh, uh, very good that we, we scored the 1-1 before half-time. Um, and the second half, when we scored the 2-1, then after that it became a little chaotic. And then it get n gets a little bit on your nerves, of course, because <laughs> you want to get through that game. But I think uh, it was a little better than the game uh, against Nigeria. You know, in terms of you've done something you've not had to do before, you've had to come from behind. So how proud are you for the resilience of the girls to do that and the timing of the goal, as you say, before half-time was fantastic as well, wasn't it? Yeah, so the answer on that goal was just really good. It shows the resilience of this team and the togetherness of this team. And uh, we are here with a purpose and uh, you can see in everything what we do, what we want. And of course, the, the opponents are so good too. So you don't have any guarantees. But you, yeah, we're trying to be at our best and do the best thing and finding a way to win. And today we uh, did that again. And in terms of just before the game, obviously Australia were playing. Did you sort of know the result before you were going on the pitch or was it just focusing on Colombia? No, we were focusing, but of course you could miss it because especially with the penalty shootout, the whole stadium here was uh, making noise. So we could follow a little bit. Um, so yeah, that's, we couldn't miss that one. And in terms of you play Australia at Stadium Australia, you know, you guys know what it means to have a home tournament. So, you know, how big is this game, obviously for you and wanting to get to the World Cup final, but how big is it for Australia as well? Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, it gives a boost on the women's game. And uh, of course, it's good that the country, where, where, where the home country, the home nation, uh, goes through lots of stages and stays in the tournament for a long time because it keeps everyone enthusiastic. Uh, and, and it gives a boost to the women's game. So uh, for them, really, really good. Uh, great performance, I think, because France is not an easy opponent too. Um, and we're looking forward to the game. And just lastly, before I let you go, Rachel Daly looked like she was struggling slightly at the end. Is that injury or just a, a bit of fatigue? Nothing to worry about? Yeah, I, I'm not worried at all. Um, I think it's fatigue, um, but I haven't spoken... Uh, uh, we, we, yeah, we haven't had a look at it, but I don't think there are concerns. So that's the boss. How about the fans? Out in Australia, TalkSport's Alex Biddle's been speaking to our England supporters. Thanks, Faye. I've popped outside Stadium Australia looking for England fans. Most of them have left. You've got a few Columbia fans milling around as well, but Callum joins me now. You've been to four games so far. Um, the girls really like to put us on the edge of our seats, don't yeah, they? They like to leave it to the last minute, for sure. But um, it felt like a pretty strong performance today. They just missed a few opportunities sort of close to the end. But um, no, like generally, I think they outclassed the Columbia. They looked a lot better passing, a lot better physically, but um, just couldn't quite stick it in the back of the net when they needed to. But a good result in the end, yeah. And it's another hurdle. We've had Lauren James in the band. We've had an injury as well with Kira Walsh. Coming from a goal behind shows what this team can achieve. Yeah, they've got a hell of a character. Um, they've lost the captain as well and Beth Mead both not playing. So it's a... Uh, they're just putting on a hell of a show, to be honest, with uh, what they've got left. They didn't bring on a substitute till the 83rd minute either, so good legs on the girls as well. So, yeah, they played very well. And in the press conference, in our interview after with Serena Wiegman, it was asked about that rivalry with Australia and England and whether she knew much about it. That will be louder in there, I can imagine, come Wednesday. Yeah, I've got a ticket for that as well. That's going to be a, uh, a game where us England sports are going to have to be very loud, I think. Yeah, that's going to be a hell of an atmosphere for sure. Do you think England will get to the final? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Let's hope he's right. England versus Australia on Wednesday, live on TalkSport. And the hosts had even more of a roller coaster quarter final as they beat France on penalties. The Matildas boss, Tony Gustafsson, was delighted. I'm so freaking proud about this team. The bravery that they showed tonight, unbelievable.
Is this like the biggest night in your football career? Sorry. Is this the biggest night in your football career? Obviously emotional now, but yes, I, you know, I won medals, but I said to the team before this game, it's not about the medal around your neck. It's about the heart beating on the backside of it. And the heart that beat it tonight in this team and in this country, unbelievable. Right, that's it. Take a breath. My goodness me, England are into the semi-finals. How exciting. Thank you to Leanne Sanderson, Joe Shannon, Courtney Sweetman, Kirk, producer Keelan, and of course, all of you as ever for listening. Don't forget, if you do miss any of the shows live, you can download the Women's World Cup show via the TalkSport app. Our next show is on Tuesday, where we'll bring you live and exclusive interviews from the England camp. And you can hear all of those over the next few days across the TalkSport network as well. And via our podcast, just go and check the feed out for all the latest.